0: Welcome back to the coop with Meyer Hatchery, where we talk all things poultry in hopes of educating crazy chicken keepers and inspiring future flock owners. I'm Kendra.
1: And I'm Jeff. And today we're taking a look at broody breeds as part of our best of series.
0: We dedicate one episode per month to this series, covering the very best of each month's topic. For the month of March, we're going to dive into the best breeds for brooding chicks. That's right. Some breeds are broodier than others, which can be a blessing or a curse depending on the goals of your flock.
1: Let's start with what broody really means. Broodiness is the maternal instinct for hens to sit and hatch eggs.
0: New chicken keepers will often ask, how do you know when a hen will turn broody? There is no exact science. It's based on a combination of hormones, instinct, and maturity. Typically, you'll find your hens turning broody in the spring and throughout the year. As temperatures begin to drop, their instincts kick in that maybe now is not the best time to raise chicks, but you always may have that one-off hen that
1: didn't get the memo. The most common signs of broodiness is your hen sitting on eggs all day. That means she didn't roost at night with the others and may only leave the nest for a short time for food and water.
0: If you try to collect the eggs from under her, she'll usually puff her feathers out, make a growling noise, squawk, and even peck at your hands to defend her soon-to-be chicks. Physically, your hens will stop laying and their body temperatures will increase. Oftentimes, your broody hen will also remove their breast feathers so her body heat is directly transferred to the eggs, which helps to control moisture. Now, most often, the term broody has a bad connotation. And you'll often hear of poultry keepers trying to break their broody hens. However, if you're looking for a breed that's great at raising their own chicks, so you don't have to, you definitely want a broody hen or two in your flock.
1: So what's the point of having a broody hen? Well, I'm so glad you asked. They make the best mothers. (laughs) There you go. I
0: typically do let my broody hens raise one or two batches of chicks, depending on how many chickens I want to raise that year. I know last year I let one broody raise chicks late in the season. If they're going to do it, I usually have them do it in the spring. That's nice because then I don't have to run the incubator. We're prone to wind outages for power. So instead of trying to run around with eggs, trying to decide what to do with them when your power goes out. Um, It's nice just to have your hen out in your coop raising them. Now, this particular hen decided to put her eggs between a planter box in our house, really far out of reach. She tucked herself in there. I didn't spot them until... You know, several days into the process. So I just let her roll with it and I put a panel over top of her in rainstorms and it started to get cold and I was a little nervous, but she made it through and hatched some chicks and then she took them into the coop with her when she was done. So it worked out perfect. The only issue I've ever had with a hen raising chicks are aerial predators, especially in the summer. We have a lot of hawks and falcons. And so chicks are always the first to go, they're an easy target for aerial predators. And so So we lost one or two chicks and that's when I decided it was time to separate them. Um, If you've ever raised chicks with a broody hen, you'll know those chicks are not as easy to handle. So they don't come to you. Um, They're not handled as often throughout their aging process or maturity. So they're just not used to you. So getting your hands on them is extremely difficult. I ended up chasing them around the yard with a fishing net, scooping them up one by one and putting them into a brooder until they were a little bit older and could kind of hold their own with the rest of the flock. And so as soon as I would scoop them up and they would squawk, of course, that mother hen was right at my ankles um, trying to save that baby chick. So it's a little hard to get a hold of them, especially if you do want to separate them later on. But otherwise, I've left my chicks and hens together and they do completely fine, even with the rest of my birds in my flock. Um, so I'll usually separate them to hatch and then reintroduce them and they do fine. They're great mothers. And then you don't have to play mother having a brooder in your house or constantly checking those chicks with a heat lamp and so forth. So, what breeds are the broodiest? Well, some of our favorite chicken breeds include Silkies, Cochins, Brahmas, Orpingtons, and Australorps. To find all of our broody chicken breeds, check out the link below in our show notes.
1: If you're looking for broody ducks, try the Muscovy or Flying Mallard, as both breeds are known to be excellent mothers. Silver Apple Yard, Welsh Harlequin, and Khaki Campbell's are also good mothers.
0: When it comes to broody turkeys, heritage breeds are your best choice. Specifically, the bourbon red, midget white, and royal palm.
1: And lastly, when it comes to geese, there are plenty of good mothering breeds, including the pilgrim, emdom, toulouse, and African breeds.
0: There are breeds that are known for broodiness or their lack of, and there are some breeds where it can vary. Every bird is different.
1: Once breeds turn broody they'll stay broody until their eggs hatch. So for instance, chickens will stay broody for about 21 days, where turkeys and ducks will stay broody for about 28 days.
0: Now that you have a broody hen on your hands, how do you care for her? In my coop, my nesting boxes are pretty high off the ground. And so when a broody hen turns, she typically will stay in that nesting box. And when the chicks hatch, it can be dangerous for them to jump out of that nesting box or leave the nesting box and then be able to return to stay safe. So when I know I have a broody and I want her to hatch, I will purposely move her into a separate area with her eggs so that she can hatch them safely. Now separation can be great because it does help protect both the hen and the chicks so for instance the eggs are a lot less likely to break your hen won't be bullied because a lot of times your hen kind of separates herself from the flock and so she's not being picked on and then once the chicks hatch they won't be picked on either so sometimes you have hens um, that are just they're bullies right that's why we kind of go through the conversation of how to properly integrate new birds into your flock so when all of a sudden there's these new chicks running around sometimes they can be prone to attacks one of the biggest questions we get to is marking the eggs so if you don't separate your hen and there's other hens that continue to lay in those nesting boxes it can be hard to determine what eggs were in there incubating for the 21 days and what eggs have been freshly laid so one way you can do that is by marking them just with a pencil draw an x on them and then when you go in to collect your eggs you can make sure you're collecting out the fresh eggs and leaving the eggs you want her to hatch still in the nesting box. If you are the separator, you don't have to worry about that as much because a broody hen will stop laying as part of the process. So you don't have to worry about fresh eggs being added if she's separated by herself. Another question is food and water. So a lot of new chicken keepers get worried that their hen is not eating and drinking as she should because she is sitting on eggs and she knows the process. She is completely in control of maintaining her own food and water intake. So a lot of times you'll see hens, I know when I have broodies, when I feed my flock, I'll watch her jump off the eggs briefly to run and go and get some food and then she's right back up in the nesting box on her eggs. So she will find find food and water when she needs them if you do separate you want to make sure that you have food and water near her but I would still recommend keeping it a little ways away from the nest because you do want to encourage her to get up and drink you don't want her laying feces with the eggs and having bacteria spread so making her get up off the nest to go and drink and eat is perfectly fine and safe and she will consume as much as she needs to when she needs to Now, the other part of this is once your chicks hatch, how and when do you integrate the hen and chicks back into your flock? Now, this is a little bit different for everyone. Since I free range, I've never really had a problem with reintegration. But like I said, when you're introducing new birds to your flock or birds that you've separated for an extended period of time, like your broody hen, they can be prone to some initial aggression. Depending on how you want to handle it, you can just reintroduce your hen as you typically would any other bird and then keep the chicks in a brooder and brood them with a heat lamp just like you would if you were to receive chicks from Meyer Hatchery. But that kind of defeats the purpose of having a broody hen to raise the chicks for you. So what I do is I will typically leave them separated until they're six weeks or fully feathered, then reintegrate them into the flock just like you would new chicks, So sometimes you do that at night or you put them in a space where they can see your flock but not interact with them, give them supervised times where they're all together, that sort of situation. If you're receiving issues with your current flock members, don't hesitate to pull them out and keep them separated and try again in a few days. Sometimes, depending on your flock's temperament, it can take a few tries to get them reintegrated. So if you want a broody hen, how do you make her broody? Well, basically, it's the opposite of our episode, Breaking a Broody Hen. You let her sit on the eggs. If you're collecting, you may want to place them with fake eggs or golf balls. And then you want to make sure the nesting box she's sitting in is a nice, dark, comfortable space where she feels safe to raise chicks. Now, again, there is no exact science to broodiness. So we can't say if you do all these tips that she for sure will be broody, but it will increase your chances. So again, what are the pros and cons to having a broody hen raise chicks for you? Well, for pros, hens do the work for you. You don't have to have a brooder smelling up your house or garage. You don't have to maintain temperature and feed and conditions. The hen does that for you. And if you're trying to raise multiple breeds, there's no worries there. Broody hens will sit on eggs from other breeds. Now the cons, again, you can't control when your hen goes broody, so you kind of have to just watch and play along with her. And hens can usually sit on about 12 eggs total, so if you're looking to hatch more, you might want to consider an incubator. With that, we hope these tips, along with our favorite broody breeds, help you discover the joys of allowing your hens to raise chicks
1: on their own. Thanks for listening to The Coup. Be sure to subscribe. And if you'd be so kind, drop us a review.
0: See you all next week.